Flavorsradio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. 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 What is it with our society? We are creating weak individuals, individuals that can't handle anything going wrong in their life. As soon as something goes wrong, they are given a prescription not to fix the problem, to mask the problem. How about giving strategies to strengthen the mind? How about saying, okay, you've allowed your life to get to this point. Now take responsibility and dive deep into personal development. Learn why you feel this way, not because of the event. The scientific facts about why you feel the way you do and what you can do to strengthen it. The moment they are criticized, rather than take any of it on board, rather than prove any of those people wrong, they give up. They attempt to defend the criticism with useless talk, but never with definitive action. The moment they are challenged, they crumble. The moment things get hard, they declare defeat. It must not be for me. It was their fault. If they didn't do this or treat me like this or say this, then I would have made it. No, you're just soft. You're weak. Tell yourself the truth. Because until you do that, until you look in the mirror and acknowledge that you are the problem, you'll never be able to grow into the person that is capable of achieving all those things you want. You are the problem, the only problem. Your mindset is the problem. Your attitude is the problem. It is no one else's fault, it's yours. If you want the good news, you are also the solution. You and only you. If you have character, that statement will change your life. If you have no character, you'll remain an average complaining hater like most other people. You are your only problem, and you are the only solution. Sure, big things happen. Tragic loss, things which no one would deserve. I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about the people who are one job loss away from a breakdown. One relationship break up, away from depression. One argument ruins their entire week. Come on, people. This is not how to live. Even with the big stuff, if you have perspective, if you know who you are, if you really, really appreciate everything you do have and believe everything is as it should be, all of those big things can be handled much better. Knowing your loved one would want you to be happy and move on. Knowing that living in pain and holding on to resentment is letting that person who did you wrong win. But letting go and living your life, loving your life, that is you saying, I won. That is you saying, I will not allow you to own any, any piece of my mind and spirit. That is true courage and mental strength. And I'm not saying avoid pain. Pain, suffering, failures, they are all part of every single person's life. There's varying levels of pain for sure. Some suffer more than others, but we all suffer at some level. 
Some choose consciously or unconsciously to live in that pain, and some decide to move on. You deserve to move on. Mental strength comes from those struggles. It is formed from pain. It is increased when you refuse to give up at times when most others would. It grows when you keep going, when things seem impossible. It grows when you push one more time past what you thought was your limit. It grows with consistency. That is mental strength. Excuses are for weak individuals, individuals who have no heart. Take responsibility for where you are now and commit to do something, anything, whatever it takes to make sure your future is better. You do have the choice. You can make excuses and stay where you are, or you can take responsibility, take action, and get where you need to go where you deserve to go. What do you choose? in church on Sunday morning Grandma's hand played a tambourine so well Grandma's hand used to issue out a warning she'd say Billy don't you run so fast might fall on a piece of glass might be snakes there in that grass Grandma's hand And good evening to you here on allflavorsradio.com. You're listening to the sounds of Wimbo 77. And Naturally Lily, good evening. Yeah, it's not really the sounds of, is it, Naturally Lily? No. It's I am Wimbo 77, and I am <laughs> Naturally Lily. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to even be, I'm going to be straight with y'all out there in All Flavors Land, tired and a 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Bamba you can shoot. Feel it. Yes, Bamba <laughs> shoot. You can feel in the, um, the, 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 the next bits because I can say it's been such... The week's just started, but I feel like I've done a whole one already. I feel, yeah, I feel today itself has been a week's worth of work. <laughs> Why? Why is that? <sighs> There's just worth. a lot of stuff that I've tried to cram into a day of work today. Really? Yeah. It's been busy, busy, busy. Extremely. And I had two less students. You know, I work with very challenging um, behavioural students. So we had two less, but I was like, I had to be like Tyson, Mike Tyson today. Oh my God. Or no, like Muhammad Ali ducking them punches. Oh, still. Yeah, still. The boy is, is not even two foot tall. Oh. But he gives one piece of right hook, man. If you're like catching your eye, you're, you're done. <laughs> like you're seeing stars, you know? Oh my God. So it's life. like, that's what it's like at the moment. It's just mm. why life has to throw you those curveballs, I don't know. But it most certainly does at times, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we have some great stuff coming up on the show tonight. Can you hear like an echo or something? No. Oh, because I feel like. I can hear like... a boom and it sounds like yeah. it's this. I have no idea what it is, guys. It's fiddling. It's actually quite quite annoying. It's quite annoying, but never mind. You at the top of the show, you heard mentally fragile. And it was um dealing with how we are in a mental or state, as it were. And we know that today the question for the day is how do we maintain our youngsters' mental health? Because I'm hearing so much about our youngsters and their mental health. And how they're suffering at immense levels. Mm -hmm. um, I just had a meeting with uh, Courtney from Father to Father yesterday. And he was highlighting. What's great is that uh, Tottenham Howe Ward has been awarded 185,000. We've spoken about mm -hmm. that, yeah. that. Pounds to try and regenerate the area for our youths. Mm. However, we have a really, that's just one tiny ward one small area of Tottenham because it's not it does extend the borders if no one comes in and taps in to the funding mm. but that's one small area but we've got not just the whole of London to tackle yeah. but the whole of the world you know and uh, how do we tackle a lot of the issues that we see going on when it comes to our youngsters we're going to be discussing that do we have a scenario today naturally Lily? we don't but in the break, I may, I may find one. Okay, so we can, we can go decipher it. But our question for today is: How do we maintain our youngsters' mental health? Something extremely, extremely important. And I love that song at the top of the show, um, Bill Withers' "Grandma's Hands," mm. because it highlighted the point as regards to grandma and how her, how her influence helped mm -hmm. young people or helped her grandchildren to thrive better yeah and really that's that is one way in which our youngsters mental health can be tackled in the best possible way and you know it's funny because we was actually having this conversation at work today mm. um because i'm going to be looking at some courses yeah. that we can do to support managers because we found that um, managers and teachers there's a lot out there yeah. for staff to you know 
support their mental health mm. but there's nothing out there for managers um well there is but obviously we're going to have to go searching for it um to support the managers to support the staff okay. that are going through mental health because it is i mean we've gone through the big c word miss rona mm. and a lot of people come out of the other side yes. and they are really badly affected devastation that's all i can that's just mm. one of the words i can use that that it's left behind yeah however there's a lots of other things even like me working with this women's group i've been there with them over a year now you know i realized august would have been a year that i've been with them wow and um we're doing some work with comic relief at the moment just getting some stats and stuff in however wow it's just not this is just one tiny area yeah and again like we said with our youth recognizing the issues and yeah giving some funding for one particular area but it's yeah. got to extend all the of the borders in order to have a much further reaching outcomes yeah and that is that is the whole this a huge huge issue that is they're presenting itself to us and we just have to know thank you kenny thank you you're always lovely thank you so much um yeah it's um yeah, we have to tackle it and get to the root causes, the root problems, as we have spoken on before. Yeah. However, what's our national day today, Lily? So our national day today is Microtia Awareness Day. Yeah. So what is Microtia? Uh, it states that Microtia Awareness Day dedicated... Uh, dedicates November the 9th to spreading hope and knowledge concerning a congenital disability which derives its name from the Latin term for little ears. Mm. Um, it says, mark the calendar and think of the number nine as it is the shape of the ear. It really is. When I saw that, I thought, yeah, number that nine is, yeah. is the shape of the ear. And it's one in 9,000. Wow. One in 9,000. That's a lot. It's, yeah, per lot. person. But it's, it's uh, yeah, it is a lot. And I know I've worked with students that have various um, born with, degenerative um or deformities, deformities you know and this was one of them so it says that one child in every nine thousand is born with microtia mm. and it occurs when the ear or the ears do not fully develop during the first trimester trimester of pregnancy so why my microtia is diagnosed at birth there's no understanding as to why it occurs mm. so those children that are born with it facing um they face hearing loss facial challenges and longing for social acceptance and that you can understand that because that's going to come hand in hand with appearance isn't it yeah. oh why have you got such small ears on top of the fact that you can't actually hear what the person's saying to you mm. um that is the perfect concoction for ex exclusion especially amongst young children and it says that um a lot of parents face uncertainty how what kind of quality of life are their children going to have yeah. Um, so yeah, it's quite. It must be heart wrenching because mm. you've like all that time in anticipation of expecting your baby mm. over that nine month period, and then they're born, and in some cases you don't see the maybe they might have a a disability, and that might show up later. Yeah. However, when they're born straight away, their hands might be too small, mm. or like in this case, their ears might be too small. Yeah. And you think, wow. I mean, obviously, parents still love their children, mm. but it's shock. Because I remember when you were born and you had an ABO incompatibility. So that means that my blood 
is a different Jexit. type to yours, mm. passes on antibodies, and you were fighting for your life mm. as a youngster. And as a parent, seeing your child going through those issues, mm. just born and having to fight for their life, it's scary. Yeah. It's so scary. Well, you've been through it as well. But I found Jayla. even that, even that. So yeah, when Jayla was born, we had um, issues with her. But I also found, you know, the hearing test is yeah. such a momentary thing. But just waiting for the baby to respond to whatever pitch noise that they hear, yeah. and when they don't, you're kind of like, oh my goodness, because I know with um, Jayla, she responded straight away with both sounds. Um, both ears, sorry. Whereas Janae mm. only responded in one ear, wow. and it was like, oh, what about now? Okay. Is she okay? No, no. So they redo the test okay. a couple of weeks later, um, because sometimes they still have fluid in their Water, ear and yeah. stuff like that. So, but it's just that moment where you realise, oh, something might be wrong. Mm. That mm. you know, you, you regardless of what the outcome is going to be, it's like what you say. You don't you still love your child regardless. But yeah. it's then that thought of, oh my goodness, if this is going to be a problem, how are they going to live the next... How, how will the next few years of us getting used to this for a, for, for one, yeah. how is that going to work? And then going forward, you have to think about how much you're going to have to adapt your life. And then it's living, if the, it is, with a lifelong disability. Mm. That's it's tough. Mm. Because again, my brother, you know, Uncle mm. Carly, he, he, he was born fine. But then there was an accident mm. and then now he's having to be cared for by my parents. Yeah. And it is a huge responsibility. It's very difficult as mm. well if you don't have the, the support. support. And yeah. this is it, the support but, but that is needed. And we're talking about microtia, which is a an effect that uh, um, makes the children have small ears or curiously shaped ears. And depending on where these families live, the doctors and nurses, they might be well-versed in the condition, but they quickly educate and prepare parents for showing them in other regions. But the condition is a rare condition. But the misinformation or lack of information quickly evaporates and any remaining sense of celebration that accompanies a birth. So there's some in some places, this is why I think I chose this, because I've never heard of this before. Yeah. I've worked with students that have cleft palate and stuff like that, um, even small ears. But mm. then knowing the terminology and raising awareness of it, because it is Microtia Awareness Day, mm. um, enabling others that may know of or are, are, are unaware of someone. it. Yeah, then they'll know exactly what what they what it is. So don't know they're different. This is how the children are. Mm. And why is that, Lily? Because when they're born, they don't know that they're born different from anyone else. Mm. Um, they share, well, many with microtia share similar stories um, of curious stares, bullying and awkwardness. Um, individual personalities and social conditioning, available treatments and bullying all impact how every child develops and copes as an adult. By removing unnecessary boundaries and replacing them with resources, tools and support, we can eliminate bullying and clear the way for an even and more successful future. And this is the thing. When they're born, they don't know that they're any different. And usually parents will try and raise their children 
who have disability to mm. be able-bodied and to kind of um, still cope with their with their yeah with their disability so when they go to school they don't think that they're any different than any of the other children yeah and it isn't until the other children bring it to their attention and do start bullying them and excluding them and things like that um that's when it starts to kind of have a greater effect on them but as parents of able-bodied children we then also need to educate our children um when it comes to bullying make sure that they know that that's completely unacceptable um and letting them you know i know we had a issue with jayla there was a girl that um she's not in her class but i think when covid happened it was all learning together um there's a girl that's hard of hearing in there Mm. and it transpired they all got in trouble because the teacher said they were shouting in the girl's ear actually after having a conversation with my child and the child that was involved they weren't shouting in her ear they didn't understand the concept of the hearing aid she has makes her hear things differently so it's then educating our children to say what we hear is normal but she might hear it very very quiet and kind of demonstrate to them what the difference is mm. and how they respond to that child will change because they understand what's happening. Children aren't stupid. They can no. work, you know, they'll understand what you're saying if you explain it properly. And that's the point, you isn't know? it? Giving them a background or an idea. And like you said, when it comes to bullying, anti-bullying is coming up. It's within the next few weeks, yes. the anti-bullying next week. week. And just allowing... When sometimes that's the thing when we don't understand something then we will go against it or mm, you know, or bully I bullied someone in school sorry guys <gasps> I was very horrible to her and then I, I know that I ended up working in the special <laughs> educational needs sector can you believe that but I, that always haunts me the fact that I used to bully her and I'm not, I was just about to mimic what yes, I've done yes. and I caught myself and like when we have a lack of understanding in a, a situation and children are sometimes they're, they're angels okay children are angels but when they get be in their bonnet and they see something yeah. that's out of the ordinary low oh they can be the worst yeah. little devils yeah they really can i've got to go into my class but um <laughs> i don't really um yeah so you know it's it's like you said, you have to educate that, them. Yeah, that understanding. And once we sorted that, I remember with a young girl. They're fine. They're fine. They spoke yeah. to the mom, and you know, it's all about understanding because I think as well the teachers just kind of jump to conclusions sometimes, and they, you know, as a teacher, you don't always ask the child what happened. You mm. just everyone gets disciplined, and that's that. Um, but, you know, I felt it was important to speak with the young girl just so she knows if anything happens, she can come and speak to yeah, me. Yeah. But also educate my children to let them know, oh, this is what a hearing aid is. Yeah. Or this is what an implant is. Because some people don't have hearing aids. They've got the connect implant, that goes yeah. into their head. Mm. Um, and just letting them understand that not everybody has all their extremities fixed naturally onto yeah. their body. Sometimes yeah. they have things added. Extras, and that's lovely, the fact that they can do that. Mm. So it says that in addition to self-acceptance and lo- loving oneself, the advancements in technologies improve the lives of those with microtia. So some of the adv- advancements that help those with microtia include hearing aids, 
like you said, implants, surgical procedures, bio ears that create create new outer ears, and three D printing. I've seen some of three D printing is amazing. That they, they, they're making way with this three D printing. Yeah, they have they're making limbs with it. Yeah. I remember when I was at uni that we looked into that because I needed to I needed something that was three D printed. Mm. And even if, like, say if you didn't have a needle, I mean, this is totally random off the, off the scale, but, but I know that there's a lot of DJs that are on the station. So if you didn't have a needle and you needed some a, a needle for vinyl, you, you could, could take your old one down, they can make it in 3D, printed, and it will work. Wow. It's amazing, the technology advan- te- technological advancement, advancements that have come along. We work closely with um, the departments that create the prosthetic ears and mm. things like that and they look so real like they colour match you to your complexion and it feels like a normal ear and yes mm. it's it's amazing so I mean they've made these uh, these advancements mm. and my crochet there's a fantastic community of people their stories repeatedly tell what um, that with the tech with, with and without technology they're, they're, what their lives are like, mm. and how medical prose- procedures and innovative research have helped advance their lives, really, and supported them, but also bringing that awareness. We're speaking about it. It's um, hashtag MyCrochet Awareness Day, and it's so vitally important that we raise awareness on lots of things that we don't understand or yeah. things that we've never heard about before, and that's what this show is all about the let's talk drive time show is all about raising awareness on the things that perhaps aren't being spoken about on the news things that we may not have come into contact with that's what it's all about so hashtag my awareness day share that on social media yeah yes awesome so our question today Again, going back to the question, how do we maintain our youngsters' mental health? We're going to be looking into that a little bit later on. And Alicia will tell you the scenario. I th- I saw one, you know, because there was another guy that was shot 59 times by the police. Yes. Anyways, I don't know if I mentioned it in this, this one, but it's just getting from bad to worse, really, beautiful people. How was your day out there? Shouting out the chat room. Shouting out the tuning crew, shouting out the worldwide crew and shouting out all you silent listeners out there. We are live on air on the 9th of November 2021. Lily, it's almost 2022. <laughs> wow. Like This year, it has actually gone really fast. I was talking to someone at work and they've, they started a... Um, master's program Mm. and when we was talking she's like oh yes this is the last assignment then it's endpoint assessment because she's doing an apprenticeship i said what i said but you just started it (laughs) it was like endpoint assessment was at the end right but you just started yeah i started in january i was like what wow where has this time gone it's gone so quickly really quick really really so so quickly so beautiful people we also have some really great opportunities and we're going to talk about that a bit later, you know, because, yeah, they're free, free opportunities. So check it, wait out for our, our WhatsApp corner and those ones are coming up, those opportunities, opportunities are coming up. So we're going to check those out and 
oh, something here is not quite right on my tracator. So I'm going to go straight to the music and we'll see y'all in five. Anthony Hamilton. This is getting personal, personal, personal. Yes, to me. 
doing George Flavors. Oh, having you close to me. Girl, girl. Good morning, good morning. His breakfast. DJ KJB. We had a ball. Joy McKay, how you doing, Mumra? LJ Original. And great stuff last night, Mark Philogene. You can catch Mark Philogene on a Sunday from four till six. And on a Monday from 6 till 8. Also giving a big shout out to all the DJs doing the old thing. At the start end. Big things. And condolences. George family. I'm sending out memorials for my beautiful granddad on this day. Gal Gal, five years today. It's been a long time, honey. Love you, babe. Also, saying a big high five to guest one, two, four. Don't forget you can catch DJ Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. Is he back? We hope you've bottled up some sun for us, DJ Laro. I did ask you to bring back the sunshine from beautiful St. Lucia. We hope you and Maureen have had a lovely time. And yeah, bring back a nice bowl of sunshine, okay? Although it's been really nice, hasn't it, naturally, Lily? It has been nice. It was warmer today as well. Yeah, I was quite warm. I was quite hot at school because my classroom's been very cold since last week. However, it was a bit better today. Yeah, it was nice. I I walked, um, had an appointment today, so I walked to my appointment, which was quite nice. And by the time I'd gotten there, I'd overheated, so I had to put my coat in my back yeah i'm even quite hot in the studio here tonight not i'm quite warm yeah yeah so our history natural not an actual history (laughs) we're going back decades there but you know or millions of years our history and we're looking at someone popular in african america she's an african-american Naturally, what? What are you looking at me like that for? An American of African oh, sorry. descent. <laughs> Dorothy Dandridge was a popular um, 
American of African descent. <laughs> a celebrity. She's known for her remarkable acting in Hollywood. Her other skills besides theatre acting included dancing and singing. For her outstanding work in the 1954 film Carmen Jones, mm. Dandridge was nominated for the Academy Awards, rendering her the first black actress to ever be considered for an Oscar. Um, I don't know who she is. Dorothy Dandridge. I've got, a, I've got a Google. Her Carmen, somewhere. Carmen. She done the, and she worked with um, Harry Harry Belafonte. Was one of his. Oh, You're sorry. Throwing out names here. Throwing I mean, I know naturally Lily is not <laughs> Gen Z, but she's just the one before that. What's the one before? I'm a that? millennial. <laughs> millennial. So, oh, it's making us feel old naturally. Wait, Lily. I might know who she is. Hold you on. will. You Dorothy. will. But she was born on November the 9th, 2020, 2022, you know. <laughs> That's nearly 100 years ago, naturally, Lily. That's scary. 1922. It's nearly 100 years ago she was born. Wow. That just dawned on me. That dawned on me. She, she I mean, she, she started, in, um, there she is. Um, I... Yeah, she was born in Cleveland, Ohio, and her mother was a struggling entertainer, Ruby Butler, and the father was a minister and cabinet maker, mm. Cyril Dandridge. However, they separated even before she was born. Oh, wow. And her and her sister, they really attended school while they were touring with their mum across South, Southern America mm. during the Great Depression. I mean, these, when we look at dates now, it's quite, it's weird. It's really weird looking at the timeline. Because mm. although we know these people, it's a long time ago. It's a long ago. time ago, yeah. But we know of these people. I mean, you said you didn't know of these of her. I, she doesn't look familiar to me, actually. Mm. She doesn't. She looks like one of those um, actresses that did a lot of white passing roles. Right. No, not in this one. Cause she, cause, because Carmen, because she still looks quite black. Yeah, well, there she does. Yeah, she's there still she quite a, um, quite black, you know. And her mum, she headed towards Hollywood. Mm. And they eventually found steady, She, the mum found steady work there. Nice. And the, they fought, the children, they formed a band called the Dandridge Sisters. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy and her sister Vivian's band performed a number of gigs several nights a uh, several nights a week a week. Yeah, but nineteen thirty five she made her first uh, screen appearance on the comedy comedy Teachers Bowl, and then the sisters appeared in the big big broadcast in nineteen thirty six. I mean these numbers. I know when we look at the year that it seems like a really long time ago. Because we she, are coming up to 2022. She was born in 1922 and she yeah. was on stage in 1936 at 14. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't forget back in the day then that that's how things used to roll. Like mm. they would start really young. Yeah. And in her case, she she did. Wow. And then she said she she done one, it can't last forever and a day at the races. But despite the fact that these brief appearances were considered trivial... The Dandridge sisters actually managed to earn recognition for their regular performances at the nightclubs across America. And eventually they were able to grab a role for which was credited in the film For Shall Die, which came out in 1940. Hence, she continued to receive minor roles in several films as Sundown and Lady from Louisiana, Sand Valley, Serenade, and a musical film presented her as speciality number in the movie 
she, as always, there's always some controversy, isn't yeah, there? Yeah. So with her there, yeah. It that was in the film that she did in 1951. Um. So some of her most not- notable work included her role in Tarzan's Peril in 1951 as an African queen. Mm. With the release of the film, a controversy began to surface as Hollywood censorship bu- bureau objected to the display of blunt sexuality on screen. <laughs> If they saw what was on screen now. <laughs> Since America was still racial at its core. Mm. Um, during the 1950s, Dandridge was singled out for wearing a provocative outfit. <laughs> it was probably like a, well, Jane, what would Jane have worn? Something a little bit off the shoulder. You know, yeah. And torn up a little bit, but, just above the knee. But you know, they used to cast these, um, what were they called? Cannibals? Because that's how they used to cast black people. No, but she's African queen. So. She's African queen, but they would have still went down that road in like, you know, the maybe the the the, the animal hair kind of thing yeah, off the shoulder maybe. number. And that's probably what it was, showing a little bit of flesh. Whereas now they're just, Lord, they don't wear anything, do they? How to get them for put on clothes. Why? Oh. Like, honestly, I was. <laughs> this is a subject. <laughs> when we were scrolling the other day, someone made a comment about um, Sierra dressing up as Selena for mm. ha- Halloween. And um, me and Dwayne were looking at it and we were just kind of like, well, she looks very. She's Selena. Selena was a. Uh, so now you got to school me because I have okay. no idea, right? Selena was a Latin singer <laughs> um, in the 90s. And as she was reaching her height, uh, she got murdered by one of her, I think it was her caretaker. Someone that worked for her was very jealous of her right. and ended up shooting her. Um, and she's basically set a lot of the scene for like the Latin singers and okay. actresses. Um, who was it? J-Lo played her on stage um, in the 2000-something film. But anyway, so... She's a, she's a great figure for the Latin community. And Sierra dressed up as her for Halloween. Now, choice, maybe not for Halloween. Like, you know, oh you dress up as her for like a fancy <laughs> dress or something, but maybe not for Halloween. But it was very tasteful. It wasn't with loads of like blood running down her. It was literally just, she looked like the beautiful Selena. Right. And this other celebrity who I don't class as a celebrity, she just, this woman. She slated her went in on Sierra for dressing up as her. And then when me and Joy went and looked at this woman's page, I was shocked. I thought little Kim was bad. <laughs> I thought little Kim was bad. What with this um plastic surgery? All the, no, with the clo- all the crutches in the camera oh, my and goodness. The, she might as well have just been naked. And it was every you scrolled up and it's every single picture. Do you think they're doing it for the likes though? Because that goes Obviously Onto our question about our youngsters and their mental health. Are we doing it for the likes? They are doing it for the likes, I think. Mm. But from the, the conversation, we was talking about, is this what men like to see? And in some instances, they're like, yeah, sometimes we like to see it. But it leaves absolutely nothing to this. Do you remember what Muhammad Ali said to his daughters? Do you know what he said I to them? I can't remember what he said. He's, I know what you're going to say. He but I can't said remember. to them, like a diamond. Yeah. It, it's not exposed. You've got to dig hard for yeah. that. 
it's covered. Mm. It's covered and a beautiful woman will be covered. Mm. Like leave to the imagination. Mm. Or show a bit of knee or show a bit this is me, maybe maybe because it's like Dorothy Dandridge is like a hundred years old, like, you know. And um and and I remember her and in the sense of back there, you know, leave it to the imagination. Mm. Let men imagine. But even when they did have a bit of flesh out with these films that like Dorothy Dandridge was in in the fifties and the sixties, it would have been a shoulder. That yeah. was provocative, and but she still looked so elegant and beautiful, and it was still sexy, but mm. it wasn't, it wasn't vulgar, vulgar, sexy, yeah. and just porn. I, now, I as a woman, I'm say, looking at know. that, and I'm like, <sighs> we as black, especially as black women, because I've seen it more with black women, and I know the white women try to copy, but it's just not the same. We as black <laughs> women try have have had to fight for people to understand that the way our bodies are set up mm. is not like the regular body our bodies are different yes we are voluptuous we have the big bum and we have you know big chest or whatever sarah bartman sarah bartman yeah. yeah and she was put on show because it was so unseen unique and we had to fight mm. for people to understand that we weren't aliens is this normal this is just what the African body looks like. Mm, mm. But we did it tastefully. And now these same black youths, because they're children, maybe they might be, you know, but to me, they're children. Mm. And they're going and putting their bum in the camera. And it's like, well, what did you fight for? Yeah. What yeah. did we try and get our dignity back for? For you to stick it out in the, in the camera anyway? But is that is that what... Again, it's going back to the mental health of these youngsters that we're going to look deeply that into That don't have later. nothing to do with mental health, I don't think. I think it does. Nah. Or it's having a... Like, look at that. The microtia. Mm. They smoke of having self-worth because they look different with their yep. ears, right? Yeah. Get him a point here. Now, with us, what we what we trying to gauge, because we are different. So are we trying to... Again, it's the likes. It's again, it's putting ourselves and our bodies on show, mm. and thinking that that is what people expect, or is it what they think that people want? I think. Do you get me? I do think they think it's what people want. Mm. But then, in the same breath, they'll argue and say, "Oh, I'm being this way for me. Oh, how can you tell me that I can't dress this certain way because?" it will attract a certain type of man. Mm. Now, in no way am I condoning the disgusting actions of disgusting men. As women, we need to understand that I'm I'm not that person that says, oh, our bodies are temples or whatever. But just for you to feel, like you're saying, self-worth, to have dignity, Mm. to set an example of elegance to our younger women, you don't, that is not necessary. Yeah. And then going back to Dor- Dorothy Dandridge, because that's what took us off kind of um, topic, is that, that she, the censorship in Hollywood, mm. and they objected to the display of blunt sexuality. I'd love to see what that was, to be fair. Since America was still racial at its core, mm. in, during 1950s, she was singled out for wearing a provocative outfit. And that's what we were talking about. What is a provocative outfit then? (laughs) 
and what's a provocative outfit now. Because as the controversy grew, it also helped her to gain a fair amount of publicity. And the Look magazine featured Dorothy Dandridge on the cover of their magazine. Oh, wow, Lily. <laughs> it really is not provocative. <laughs> Now. You look at the time though, Lily. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she got thigh- her thighs are out. Right, her, her thighs, thighs are, out. are out. But everything else is covered. But it gained her some publicity. Yeah, and she signed another film, The Harlem Globe- Globetrotters, the same year. But it failed to make a difference for her acting career. And then the following year, The Bright Road came out, opposite Harry Belafonte, mm. um, where he features a- her as a teacher. And... Um, yeah, she's, she, I mean, in Africa, I guess she would, no, I don't know Africans that dress like that, to be very fair. They're no, actually very they covered up. No, but they're, not all of them are, man. No. You've got to be honest, you've seen the pictures of women just sitting there with a the breast out on the side. Yeah. They're not covered South, up. That was South Africa. Kenya, all of them with the, with the babies running around in the village, they don't cover up their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, but that's not now, that's, when, that's after colonisation. I guess went in and told them to cover up. Exactly. Yeah. So they told us to cover up. (laughs) And now, please, please. Yeah. However, Dandridge continued to make appearances on television shows until she was landed a role in the film Carmen. Mm. And based on George Bizet's 1874 opera. Wow. And she was considered for a minor role in the film and her sophisticated looks got her the role Mm. and then she was casted for central character with harry belafonte diana diane carroll you know that's not the diane carroll that we know is it from um from dynasty (laughs) all right i mean this we are talking about our history right here now lily listen (laughs) you are throwing out these names like I grew up on from the Cosbys. I'm sorry, I know people don't want to say that now. Either. Why? But I grew up with the Cosbys. Yeah. And didn't actually grow up with the Cosbys. I think that was in more in that the 80s. More, and that I was more for us. just jumped on it when I was able to understand it. But yeah. those are the people I know. Mm, mm. Pre that, mm, not really. Well, the main thing is that she did great things when it comes to the fact that she's in the Hall of Fame when it comes to black actresses. Amazing. She was one of the first that was almost nominated for an Oscar. Mm. And then the funny thing is, oh, what's the late, um, oh gosh, Eric Benet's ex-wife. Oh, Halle Berry. She looks like Halle Berry. Halle Berry played Dorothy Dandridge. Okay. And she won, well, she didn't win an Oscar for that. She won an Oscar for something else. Yeah. But she played her and she done a very, very good job of it so check it out Dorothy Dandridge she was an amazing uh, actress that really set it off I guess for maybe she set the wheels of motion rolling but mm. still when we looked at the other day at, at how many black female Oscar winners there are and I, we think it was about 19 overall male and female yeah so we still again have still a long way to behind, go far behind yeah but why do we have to follow their ideals why can't we make our own Again, it's setting up these things that, you know... I don't know if I agree. I think because there's a standard of, like, the Oscars and the Emmys, mm. I think there there does come a point where, yeah, we can make our own, but there's still that standard. Mm. It's like... What standard, though? Do you find any really uh, great 
actors no, and actresses out yes, there. Yes, there are great actresses really? and actors out there. And what I'm saying is the standard is you have to get to a certain point in your career where you have got an Emmy, where you have got an Oscar. It's, okay. it's okay. that level of recognition. Right, it's a bit like... And we can degree. say, oh, yeah, let's make ourselves one, but it's not the same level of yeah. recognition. Okay, I get you. We, yeah. It's still not f- FUBU, though, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lily's gone very quiet. It's still not for us and by us. No, and but I, we I, need I, I to... Totally agree with I it. just feel like we no. need to just... It's never going to happen. We've had this conversation before, but we need to Why? stop. Why do you keep saying that? Because we need to... to Again, we fought for equal opportunities and civil rights. We said we don't want to be segregated. We want to go to the same toilet, we in the same toilet and drink out the same water mm. bouncing from you. They said they didn't give it to us because they still make our lives hard. But they fluffed the rules a little bit and then said, fine, you can wean our toilets, but we just won't go in the same time as you, Right. And now we're saying, oh, yeah, we don't want segregation, but we do want segregation. No, I'm just saying segregation, pick, We can't keep on Oscars, picking and choosing. Oscars are still segregation Yeah, we know. Well, that's why, they, that's why they boycotted it. A lot of, a lot of our um, black people boycotted it, which I understand. They need to. They need to hit them where it hurts. Yeah. And I get that. Because our black pound goes a long way. By the way, black, black pound day is coming up soon, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. But we got to hit. You're right. Our pound counts, Lily. Yeah, but this isn't our, our pound that's going to it. It's it's the acknowledgement and the recognition that just like you're saying there are amazing white actors, there are amazing black actors. Just Ooh. like there are amazing white directors, there are amazing black directors. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 about the acknowledgement. It's about saying, fine, if you're going to give that person, Quentin Tarantino, an Oscar, I don't know if he's got an Oscar, but he's the first person that came to my mind. Ooh. If you're going to give him an Oscar, then give the... Uh, the other guy that did get out an Oscar. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So mm. it's about the recognition. It's about them accepting that you you need to stop just giving it to your people because actually a lot of your people have jobs because of stuff stuff that yeah. we've predicted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it is well. It's nice to say for us and by us, but it's also nice to say you tried to take it from us, and, and now we, we are exceeding what you're. Yeah. And, I mean, when it comes to Dorothy Dandridge, I mean, she did get nomination for Best Actress at that time. That must mm. have been a huge, huge thing. Uh, sadly, she did pass away at 42 years. Wow. Age of 42. Young. Um, from an antidepressant overdose. Oh, as they do. So others believe it could have been due to embolism. What's embolism? Embolism's a um, clock. Oh. So she could have had pulmonary, pulmonary embolism. I, re- I remember the in the film when Halle Berry played her that she swam in the pool and they drained the pool. Oh, yeah. because she's black. Yeah, they went. They used to do these things to people yeah, psychologically. That's like them filling up the pool with acid when the black people was in the pool. They oh, filled up with acid. Oh, that's bad. We've been through some things, beautiful people, listeners. I tell you what. We've come a long way. And this is why I say, yeah. fight for your place at the table. Yes. Okay? Fight. If them want to get up for them problem, but you must fight for your place at the table. Because Absolutely. why are we the ones that always sit at the table we never get to eat? No. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Fight that's for true, your place at the table. I, I get you there, Lily. And, yeah. Yes, calm. Run calm. over. Don't be triggered, please. I'm not please. triggered. I'm not triggered. <laughs> we'll see y'all in five. Oh.
We'll be back after these. At 15, Elijah J. McCoy moved to Scotland, seeking opportunities he was denied in America. His studies abroad led him to develop over 50 patented inventions, including the automatic sprinkler and the folding ironing board. It's believed the quality of his work gave rise to the term, the real McCoy. Celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history. Yo, guess what my uncle just said? Tell them who you tell me. Ooh, I did that, it's all right though. Okay, look, Shaba was the king back in the day. Shaba! But Pop Khan is fire! And he's gunning for the throne. How oh, we do that? Oh, we so right. Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnight from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with daily theme parties, the welcome party with free rum punch, the Lovers Rock concert and party, the Dressing White Catamaran Party, the Swimwear or Short Speech Party, comedy in the boatyard, a moonlight party, the Beijing bar crawl, a carnival night in the Gap, the Oysters Fish Fry and Grill Party Night, the International Artist Night, and the Midnight to Morning Farewell to Barbados Party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at La Fleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999, based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit, followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 0877 AllFlavorsRadio.com The number one radio station on the net Reaching 179 countries in the world With the best variety of music You're listening to the best station, best station. Where the music Music never son of the morning I'm gonna chase you out of earth Sounds Lee Scratch Perry, just for you, Nikki. I'm gonna put on an iron shirt and chase it down out of earth. I'm gonna put on an iron shirt and chase the devil out of earth. I'm gonna send him to outer space to find another race. I'm gonna send him to outer space to find Shout another out all the race. tuning crew. Satan is a Man, but him can't choke sit on a chat room crew. So when I check him, my last in hand, and if him slip a gun with him hand, I'm gonna put on a iron shirt and chase Satan out. Glad to hear that, Nikki. I'm gonna put on a iron it's always shirt good to be happy. Hello to guest 904. Mm-hmm. 
Love to Marjack, Nisha and family, John John and Ray Chanel, Ty Ty, Jessica, and love to Jess down at the Vale. Carlo and Sonny there in Berlin. High five to Doreen, Tanya, and Heather.
Mescal Girl Natural Mystic. Good evening, Pel- Pele Hoxton. How you doing? <clears throat> First, the sounds of Lee Scratch Perry that went out to Nikki, as well as Natural Mystic blowing through the air, Bob Marley. And we'd just like to um, raise awareness here as well to it's in memory of Christopher George. And there's a GoFundMe page, which we will actually post into the chat room. Now, Christopher George is a member of the All Flavors family um, team in the sense that he was related to um, DJ Nige. And it says they really wanted to... raise funds for their beloved friend, brother and father, Christopher, who sadly lost his battle to cancer on the 30th of October 2021. Now, Christopher leaves behind two young adult children who are in the unfortunate position of dealing with this at this difficult time. And we're looking to help his children with the cost of the funeral to support them during this difficult time. So Christopher had a big heart. And his positive energy was a breath of fresh air and he will truly be missed. So he put up a good fight, but unfortunately lost his battle. So as his family mourns him, we ask the community for their support and spare as much or as little as you can afford. So this is a GoFundMe for Christopher George and I will post it into the chat room. Please spread the word, beautiful people, listeners. And let's try and help the family in order to raise the funds for this young man who has had a big had a big heart and it's in his memory. So let's come together as a community. Remember, a pound, even if it's one pound, even if it's a hundred pounds, it goes a really, really <coughs> long way. So we thank you all for your support. So naturally, Lily, our word of the day. Truncate. 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 Truncate means yes to shorten by or as if cutting off. Cutting off. So he truncated oh, the yeah. bottom of the string. You cut it short. Yeah. I thought of it, you know, trunking when it comes to like electrical trunking. Oh, yeah. Like you put the, the electrical cables in there, but you encapsulate them in there. Yeah. And then you cut it, maybe. Maybe. To, to, I don't know. Before. Well, the examples it gives, it says an NBA season interrupted and truncated by the onset of the pandemic. And uh, many, yeah, many statements in the court document were truncated before publication. Ah, so they were cut short or stopped in the process, yes. right? Ah, truncate. That is our word of the day. So, did you know the earliest use of truncate is an adjective describing something such as a leaf or feather with the end squared off as if it had been cut? It makes sense then that the verb refers to shortening things. The word comes from the Latin truncare, to -hmm. shorten, which traces to truncus, which is the trunk. But you should, does, an, does an elephant shorten his trunk? Or have I just gone <laughs> one step over the mark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so maybe not. Maybe mm. not. It's an adjective. I'm, I'm just going to come into terms with nouns and adjectives, Lily. Oh, my goodness. I'm still trying to get my head around these things. 
And I'm a writer. How crazy is that? We had to just have natural ability, you know. Help Jayla with some homework. <laughs> Why? How did it go? <laughs> and one of the questions was find the adjectives in this in the sentence. Yeah. And so we googled adjective oh, no. because no, it wasn't adjective. Adjectives. It was adverb. Right. Yeah. And I know what an adverb is, but it just Isn't that wasn't a double word of of a uh, verb. An adverb. No. So it's like. Um, the English language, eh? Now, yesterday, but also me, also things like um, across. Okay, so they're adverbs. So yeah, they're adverbs. So again, they're doing words, but it, they're they're describing words as well of actions. No, they they dis yeah they're they describe things words. like action yeah uh, time yeah distance. Adverbs. Adverb. But an adjective is a doing word. So chatting, same jumping, pinching. Verb. No, a noun. verb is a name. A noun. A noun. noun. Noun is name. Oh, please. Stop confusing me now, see? I don't <laughs> <laughs> How is your These English language listeners? And this is the thing. They said, oh, <laughs> as an educator, it's so embarrassing. They send this work home for the babies to do. And as they're getting frustrated, you're getting frustrated because you realise I should know this. Yeah. Why am I using Google to is, find the answers? But do you know the sad thing is what I've I've realised as well? It's like you go and you study, but once you get past that bridge you forget. that you don't revisit it. No. And we need to revisit. This is hence why we do the word of the day. The word there's a word we can learn a word every single day. Get one in your vocabulary you know you can get one in your email on a daily basis such as the national day as well there's 1500 national days mm. that we can add to but there are also all these new words there's thousands of words and just understanding this one truncate is yeah. it, it can be quite challenging yeah the english language is challenging because when you think of polish that you use polish to polish the surfaces, but there's also Polish, and it's spelled the same way. Because the English language is actually just so quite confusing. So truncate to cut short, yeah, is that right, Lily? Yes. And shorten. Shorten. Truncate. So shouting out um, John J E every Sunday. You can catch John J E, as well as Caddy and Ninja Man Lloyd on a Thursday evening all right so what's in whatsapp corner today and this is really great I, I think i'm quite happy with this what's in whatsapp corner tonight? so whatsapp corner there are courses that are usually thousand pounds plus and they've been reduced to 10 pounds mm. um at the moment as a part of a government upskilling scheme if anyone wishes to better themselves now i got sent this in telegram you got sent it on whatsapp yeah um and there are a lot of jobs there's almost fifty thousand um courses courses on there yeah. ranging from things like learning how to make um additional income so uh, passive income, they call it make money in your sleep. So there's yeah. a short course, courses like that to longer courses such as child psychology, health and safety, counselling, um, diet and nutrition. There are a lot of courses there. So 
we're gonna um put the information in the chat yeah, box but you can you can visit this uh list of courses on the read.co.uk website it's read.co.uk slash courses slash discount and the 10 to 10 pounds to 50 pounds i think they are there's over 51,209 discount courses so yeah. This is all in an effort to help people to upskill. I think we spoke about this before about upskilling. Yeah. And um, there were a few free courses, and now these ones are just for um, you know, minor ten pounds. Even things so. such as like food hygiene and safety level three. Yeah. Like I'm looking for Microsoft Excel from A to Z beginners to mm. expert course, and I have got a few in my basket. But you said the closing date is for today, right? Well, I on think, some of them. I think some of them close today. Yeah. Um, And some will obviously stay open. Uh, HTML yeah. coding is in there. Counselling. Leadership and management. Check it out. Microsoft Office. If you, if you feel like you're, you need to just... And you get a lot of CPD hours as well on this. Yeah, because they give you, they give you uh, certificates at the end. Yeah, some are accredited, some are not accredited. So check that out as well. But for £10, I mean, what would you waste £10 on a pair of trainers or something? Or a pair of shoes? A train. <laughs> what do you live in? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe a coffee and a croissant. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> this is start with the basics. Not a <laughs> pair of trainers cost like ninety quid. Oh really? No, never. I would never spend ninety pounds. But a that's, that's you. Me. That's me. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Get a like Air Forces now, be like hundred and thirty pounds. And I don't buy coffee and a croissant. I just go to the shop and buy my and make my own and take it in my Bodum cup. <laughs> That's just me, beautiful people. So but... for the price of coffee and a croissant, you can get an accredited counselling course worth 620 hours for £10. And some of them are quite costly because some of them are like £1,000 for these courses. <laughs> I'm so, I don't shop much, Lily. Like, I really don't. I really don't, listeners. Seriously. I haven't bought trainers in the long as well. And I did buy, buy a pair of trainers the other day. And they were quite reasonable because What's they reasonable were from to you? 20 quid. Okay, that's But that's enough. because they're junior size because I could scrape a pair of junior size trainers. And they weren't the McKenzie's. They're not like Nike or Adidas or whatever. Yeah. So, and, and they were on sale. So I buy my training gear from the 13 to 15. <laughs> <laughs> Sports. But that's enough said about me. Now you've just learned another thing. <laughs> so, oh, so there you go. There you go. <laughs> Support our question, Lily. That's that's from WhatsApp corner, like upskilling. Sorry, sorry, listeners. We just got into a moment there. And they think that um, training cost £10. So, please. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We've been in the pandemic for like a whole year. But Come when on. Was trainers? <laughs> when have trainers ever cost £10? When I was in college, in school, <laughs> we could buy. No, you couldn't even buy trainers in school. What? Okay, maybe. No, yeah, you could. Shoe zone. Shoe zone. All right, our question. Listeners, well, we get our composure here. How do we develop, How do we maintain our youngsters' mental health? We'll be looking into that very, very shortly. I did find a question, uh, a scenario too. What oh, was the scenario, Lily? It was. Let's see if I can find it now. 
The statement goes as follows. But let's be realistic. As a man, don't you feel a certain level of shame slash uselessness when a woman pays her own bills while you are around? Okay, so we'll read that out again at the end of the show and we'll do, we'll go into it. Yeah. All right? <clears throat> Another thing that I got from a WhatsApp corner was the British daughter of reggae legend, of the reggae legend who discovered Bob Marley and the Whalers is locked in a multi-million pound fight over her inheritance 17 years after his death. Sorry, the guy who... <clears throat> so, Coxon, discovered... Coxon South, so Coxon discovered Bob Marley... And the Whalers, his daughter, because he produced them. So Coxon is, is the one that um, set up Studio One. Mm. So he discovered Bob Marley and the Whalers. But 17 years after Sir Coxon's death, his daughter is locked in this multi-million pound dollar, uh, multi-million pound lawsuit over her inheritance. This is where he's in, he's left her an inheritance and... Yeah. They've just not given it to mm. her, right? Mm. I don't understand how that works because I personally feel like if someone... What is the point in leaving a will if someone can dispute it? But it could be the Marley family that are fighting it. That's, that's saying, what I'm saying. No. What is the point in leaving a will that says, I've given my child the right to a CD, for example? Mm. What's the point in them saying that just for someone else to dispute it, knowing that? Is his property. Yeah, but people do that, Leash. Like, the amount of times I, I know for myself that we've been locked out of our own inheritance because other people come in and take what doesn't belong to you. Yeah, but legally... And they get away that, with it. But legally, how are they getting away Unless with they, it? Because you don't fight it. You don't contest it. In, in so many different ways, you know, we just... Um, someone passes away. Mm. And that, again, is what you've just said there. Not leaving a will... We need to. The, we spoke of this the Last other day week, yeah. about making sure that we set our how our houses in order. Mm. But then there might be someone that comes out the woodwork and says, "Do you know what? No, I am such and such a person, and I'm entitled." And then that's how people get locked into this whole fighting over what actually belongs to them or doesn't belong to them. Some people fight. Some people don't fight. But he's left over. her shares in music in the music licensing company so his company mm. that was clearly his it's not he's left her some music as well yeah mm. but the actual company in the record label was his yeah so how can that be disputed because probably because of the name of maybe the the, the marley's mm. they can supersede that wow. you see so that's why it will go to court because Obviously, he's saying that he discovered Bob Marley and I don't know what work he done with him. Mm. But then... You Imagine know, fighting will... someone for 17 years for money. Like, by the time you get the money, there ain't nothing left. Yeah, and that's the sad thing. Just share it out and just and just allow them what they're entitled to at the end of the day. But some people, because they have that cl- clout, mm. because they have that authority and, and people, they're more known to the world than the other person they're the ones that yeah that and i don't think it's it's the marley's because it says according to lawyers mr dodd's estate has been deadlocked due to a series of competing claims made by 
being made by other potential heirs. So possibly mm, he had other children. children. Yeah. And as a result, the administration of the estate is being taken, has been taken over mm. by the administrator general of Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is another thing that someone sent us over from uh, in WhatsApp corner. And there, there are some really great things going about because we've just seen those opportunities as well as these stories. And it's really good to look into these things. But naturally, Lily, let's come to our main topic now, <clears throat> our youth's mental health. And when we think about it, yes, we've just gone through nearly 16 months of the Miss C, Rona. 16 It's been longer than that. It's been longer. Because yeah. now they're even talking about wearing scar- um, those masks again in school. Um, because going, the numbers going are going into up. lockdown in December. Yeah. And all this kind of stuff. Is it going to impact more on our young people's? Mental health. What are your thoughts out there, listeners? 07895 134 713. That's 07895 134 713. What are your thoughts when it comes to our youngsters' mental health? I think that we had a whole year of, well, almost a year of them not going into school, college and university, mm. doing distance learning <clears throat> courses when they sign up to be in the social um environment yeah. with their friends at school college and university and as a teenager <clears throat> you need that social interaction you need to be around your peers whether it's the positive the negative the fun the jokes you need to be around that atmosphere mm. and i think because that was stripped from them um and then some of them living in poverty, some of them now not being able to get jobs because the courses that they may have been doing previously would have set them up and they've been kind of pushed back. It's going to send them into a mental spiral. You're not allowed to go out with your friends. You're not allowed to, you know, no one could go and chill in Starbucks or wherever they, you know, go and hang out in the common room in college. Mm. And away. being stuck in front of television and PlayStation and Xbox and an online world and then being forced back outside again to interact, it's a scary thing. Just the just the act of getting on public transport for me yeah. is enough. But do you think that our mental health and specifically young people's mental health, that it starts from the home? And obviously these things have mm. impacted on that, that they've not been able to do specific things. But mental health, in the sense of, I, um, someone was telling me yesterday about uh, parents divorcing and the parents didn't speak to the youngsters about them getting a divorce. So it actually impacted more on the, the youngsters because they didn't speak about it. And say, listen, Dad and I are going to get divorced. And then the young boy ended up in a gang. Yeah, but that's different. That's always been the case. That's not a new thing, phenomenon that's happened. And now all of a sudden loads of parents are getting divorced. And no, it's been, that's been happening for, for years. But I think the mental health though. So has, so has youngsters mental health been impacted for many years, Lily? This is, I know we're talking about Corona. I don't think it has. 
It has, Lily. Um, trust me, trust me. No, but it's I think when we're looking... About. Yeah, and this is the difference. When we're looking at mental health now, yeah, we're looking at it because it is more prevalent now. Ooh. It's become more... I don't, don't want to say it's become more of a fad in the sense that a lot of children are, know that if they say, oh, I have anxiety, mm. more things are available to them and they don't actually understand what anxiety is or they're saying, I'm feeling a bit anxious and people are just jumping to the conclusion that, oh my gosh, you've got anxiety and depression. Because I do think that happens as well. Is it more prevalent now or was it, prevel- was it prevalent in, a, in the past but it was never picked up on? No. I disagree with you there. I don't, I don't, I feel like in, first of all, saying that it starts in the home, yes and no. Mm. I do think that there, we know that things like divorce are a contributing factor to um, boys being, ended up in gangs, girls ended up with early pregnancy. Mm. But also we know that the link between, my cousin um, told me this the other day, the link between, um, young men being excluded from school and the pathway straight into prison is very, very close mm. because there's a higher chance of young people, young boys, um, getting incarcerated if they have been excluded from school. Yeah. When it comes to mental health, I think that there are a lot of other things that need to be looked at before the conclusion is drawn that that person is suffering from anxiety and depression. The reason I'm saying this is because young boys will get diagnosed with ADHD, autism, Mm. um, and things like that very, very early. So a parent can kind of, if they are accepting, because that's another issue, but if they are accepting that you know, your six-year-old is really, really hyper because he's got a bit of ADHD and he may need to take medication for it, then they get managed. Girls don't get diagnosed. And they automatically, it's it's automatic, oh, she's suffering from a bit of anxiety and depression. Sometimes with a girl, it takes a longer while because because we are more averse to the world, so we adapt more. That's what makes it harder for these things to be recognized in yeah. young, young females yeah but it will yeah, put, it will show itself as anxiety and depression that's what right, they will be diagnosed with but, but not adhd but no I, this whole adhd i still that's something i don't fully but that's that's understand. the problem that is where yeah. it is that it starts from in the home yeah and you say to a child you say to a parent sorry oh your child's autistic yeah they might accept that yeah. but saying to a child oh your son's got adhd it's no 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 he's just hyper especially in the black community right especially in the black community oh no 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 he's just a bit hyper he don't need none of those pills actually maybe he doesn't need the pills but he does need some help some management yeah but in our households and in some other households like cultural households it's one of those things that you say that mental health starts in the home i feel that's not mental health i feel that's a a different health issue Mm. but because the child is being ignored with the fact that they've got this other health issue, it becomes mental health and it becomes bad, bad behaviour and it becomes the young boys going into gangs because they haven't been acknowledged from the point where the the schools or whatever have picked up and said, there's something more than just yeah. hyperactivity with your child. And I, I truly understand that. But when we go... So taking it back... F- go back to the home. Mm. Go back to the home because... 
sometimes parents are out working, don't have that time. It could be a number of different reasons as to why that child is suffering. And sometimes youngsters, they don't like to talk about their feelings. Mm. Like teenagers, they they will more talk to their friends mm. than they would to an adult. Maybe they might talk to a, a, a teacher if they're accommodating. Yeah. But then by that time, is it too late? No. In order for for them to be helped mm. by the time that they speak up, because it might be college or... There's a number of different I think if areas. they've gone to college, it's not too late. No, no. And it, they might be able to get that needed help that they, yeah. they that, you know, they that they ha- need to have. However, like you did say, with the Rona coming round. Yeah. And them not having that access. Yeah. Or them not having that access to their friends and these things and maybe not being able to speak to their parents. That is where the issue has really arisen. And now it's just out of control when it comes to young people's mental health and well-being. Because you're talking about young black men or young black boys in school. A lot of the time they will put it down to bad behaviour and not look deeper into the issue of what is actually going on here with this this child. Yeah. And so they'll be pigeonholed, put over there, sent to expelled detention centre, and then the next knock-on effect is possibly them getting into the wrong company. But then again, in that, the argument could be, then mm-hmm. that is the failure of the teachers. I don't think that has... There are some... Con- <laughs> Some of it is down to the home, mm. but like you said, if the parents are out at work and they don't know to challenge the teachers, mm. then they can't do anything about it. But if the pe- if the teachers are just making assumptions mm. and not trying to work through that behaviour, we spoke about this in the last two shows about the educators being the ones that can make the difference. Yeah. If that's not happening, then that's the educators that's that have failed. Right. Because and I'm going to Nikki says society has changed, different generations, the world of drugs, alcoholism has escalated. Everyone is under pressure to be someone, something. Loneliness, isolation isolation contributes to mental health issues. Mm. And that's very, very true. Like well, young people can access all these things, isn't it? And more and more young people, I go out there and I smell the endo, just like it's just like a natural part of the uh, of the the ether, like the smell. It's just everywhere. What endo? <laughs> Sorry, endo is like oh weed. Yeah, weed. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. smell that. You smell it yeah. everywhere. It's just like yeah. not even normal fags like cigarettes. Mm. It's it is everyone is smoking a spliff. It's a pastime. But it's not a pastime leash. A pastime is you sit down, you, you do it in your house, and then you go about your daily life. But, but you, most people it are is a pastime because all they've things. been doing is being in their house. Aye. So it's a pastime. Oh. It's like, oh, <laughs> three o'clock, time for another spit. Oh, it's five o'clock. It's a, it, you have nothing else to do. I've, I, <clears throat> I have been on TikTok mm. for four hours on the trot, and I felt depressed after. 
Why are you on TikTok because, for four hours? You get bored in it. And no, then, no, but, but that's that, boring. No, now, really. but this is why I have started <laughs> reading again because I, as a grown adult, realize, oh my goodness, TikTok is draining me. It's fun for a little yeah, while, you not got, you too got much. To cut it off, you have to know when to cut it off. Yeah. But the children don't know when to cut. If I'm getting depressed as an adult. And you're a child stuck in your house and you're seeing all your friends all doing the dancing and all of this business. You're going to get depressed. You're going to be like, oh, oh, I don't do TikToks like them. Or I can't make no money doing TikToks and all my people have got makeup tutorial. and Obviously, you're going to get depressed. And this is the society. You live in a society of everything's done on social media. Mm. And that's what you was on for the last year to, to, to 18 months. And now you've come out into the real world, you realise everyone looks normal like you and you want to go back into your house to live in that virtual world. Yeah. But then you realise it's, so it's not normal. And that's what Ricky Washington says. Ricky says, yes, they are. Um, they are, mental health-wise, all are. It's called the disease of technology mm. that is programming them to th- how to think and behave daily, creating creating addictive patterns and mm-hmm. distracting them from real life, mm-hmm. deeply damaging their psyche. But the same applies to most of us from the same casualty, maybe at a different level, but socially distancing Nev- yeah. us nevertheless. <laughs> That's so funny about social distancing because crazy, but it is true. Yeah. Addictive patterns, like you said, four hours on TikTok. Now that's too long. That's why I've started reading again. <laughs> and I've almost finished my first book. I started reading a week ago. And I will move on to the next book when I'm done with this one. You have to break out of it. Like you mm. you do get sucked in. You can get yeah. so entrapped in technology and social media mm. and watching television. Yeah. That you will just be sitting there watching just what film was it? There's stop. a film where the guys drain it. Riddler, the okay. Batman one with. with okay. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do this. I am Batman. I am Batman. Jim Carrey. Yeah. And in that one, the people are watching the TV, and their drained. brain is being drained, and all the 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 brain nurse is going into his brain <laughs> and he's sitting on the throne just sucking all in and that is what happens you're sitting I think that's there what social media is yeah I think that's what social media you're does. sitting there getting your mental capacity sucked out of you with every swipe up it is repetitiveness mm. yeah but children don't know and young people don't know when too much is enough my girls are like that mm. when you tell them no it's enough tablet time like, no i don't want to get and they get really upset about it. And it's like, but you find other things to do. We would go and play outside yeah. or, you know. Mm, and mm. children now, because they have had that year inside, they weren't able to go and play outside. Remember, not everyone has a garden. Yeah. So some of these are living on 13th floor, the 13th floor of the flats. They haven't got anywhere to go but be in their bedroom, the living room or their wow. bedroom. They haven't got any no other air. option. You know, and Michael Duncan said, Michael Duncan says, yes, mental health issues in kids has skyrocketed in the past 10 years or so. Mm. The stats are scary. Children need to be protected 
and parents need to be super proactive. Mm. But I appreciate the difficulty in the sense that social media is new and this is the first generation growing through it. Mm -hmm. So its impact isn't understood at social societal level. level So we all kind of just trying to figure it out. One thing I would say when it comes to kids, sometimes I feel like some parents force social media on them mm-hmm. for currency mm-hmm. on their own accounts. Yes. So that's giving them time to do what they have to do. Yeah. No. No? No. What? It's getting the children to oh. make the money for the parents. Oh, no. Like that little boy that opens presents and is like a millionaire. I... The okay. parents are benefiting from that. He benefits, yeah, yeah but... They're more benefiting from it. This is also, and also filters should be banned for use by kids and adults. Really shouldn't be teaching that that standard to children. I've seen kids in my family even who don't even want to be photographed without a filter. Wow. It really painted me, it pained me to hear that, but it's standard and printed on them firstly by their own, their very own mothers and sometimes even dads now. And that's one example, as then there, there's this over-sexualisation of mm-hmm. kids. I could go on. I was completely ignorant to the impact of social media until I started working in TV and working with influencers. And it was like a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. Keep protecting. Kids need to be protected. Wow. Yeah, because he does all the... Um, he oh, does... The Love reality Island. shows. Yeah. So he will see what these women look like yeah. before. Yeah. And what they look after. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I think I we posted, I always post our pictures without filters because it's about being in your natural form. But sometimes I'll put a filter. I'm not going to lie. lie. I don't want to be waking. <laughs> it, it's not always about the black marks under the eyes, people. You just, But that's what makeup was, isn't it? But makeup was just to enhance, enhance. Whereas now we're using the drag queen's way of of makeup because contouring. Spoiler alert, guys! Contouring was actually started by drag queens, okay. and it became they were able to beautify themselves. There was a man beautifying himself into a woman. Yeah, and then someone along the lines decided to adopt the contouring methodology. Concept, yeah. And now everybody is bringing in their cheekbones. The thing and... is, guys, it's like having cracks in the walls. Cracks in the walls. And you just try and paint over, paint over them. Darlings, when you when you strip that wall back, you're still going to have to go and get the plaster mm. and just proper do the, the whole job properly. So when, it's about acceptance in that sense. And we're talking about our youngsters here. And at the end of the day, we're talking about their mental health and how they're fearing and if they're they, I mean this is why initially social media was like 16 you had to be 16 to sign up yeah now Facebook. but they've got little platforms like snapchat and all this stuff I don't know what the, the age criteria is no age criteria tiktok and like these youngsters it's a dopamine so it's still quite toxic even though they're not smoking drugs or anything mm. getting that lick of likes or whatever that's not helping out mm. the youngsters when it comes to their own self-worth, their own mental health, the, the way that they see themselves, you know, having that awareness about who they really are. And this world that we're living in when it comes to social media, it's not the reality. And I, there's something that Ma- um, Michael said there about yeah. 
the parents being responsible, mm. the mums and the dads. And it makes me think of um, when me and Jayla was scrolling through my TikToks a, a little while ago. And she goes, oh, mummy, you've only got nine likes. <laughs> wow. But I say to her, all that matters is if I like it. Yeah. Because they need to understand. I, you, for me personally, I don't post for everybody else. I post what I want, when I want to post it. Mm. And because they do live in a world, like you're saying, of likes, they're going to attribute that to their worth. So we as parents need to let them know, actually, darling, all you need to care about is whether you like it. Yeah. Do you like it? Yes? Fine. Yeah. Oh, you got one extra like. That's nice. But all that matters is whether you like yeah. it or not. And the, the funny thing is, I'm not even going to, again, when I was in Facebook prison, <laughs> I'd just be released, guys. <laughs> and I'm just that. getting used to um, the society and the community again. That Do you know what? Yeah, I went in, I thought, oh, I can't get on. But you just got on with life. Yeah. Yeah. And I, now I found other platforms to go on. <laughs> not really. <laughs> But it wasn't important because we're busy in life. We've got things yeah. to do. And that is just a pastime, a bit like reading a comment, comic. I remember um, on Friday that we I was cleaning up my bookshelf and we found these oh, Where's yeah. Wally books and I gave them to the, sh- the, the kids and they was enthralled. They loved it. They was there for hours. They didn't care about TV. Mm. So getting back to the basics. Yeah. They come up here today. I didn't want to watch TV or picture. No, you're going to come up here. They come and they drew pictures. Yeah. And creativity, because that is being lost in the fact of scrolling. When and we... the teachers are shocked. What do you mean, teachers are shocked? Like, when you... When I had... <laughs> they had parents' evening last week. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the comments that came across, especially for the baby, was... Oh, she's very like she could put a lot of color, and you know, there's a lot of creativity going into it. It's it's not normal. They don't. They're wow. shocked. And I'm yeah. like, no, they paint at home, they color in at home, they do drawings at home. Yeah, it's take that time out, isn't it, to to help develop our and give our youngsters that time and that mental health. And if they letting them know, listen, darling, if you need to talk to me about anything, I'm here, I'm your best friend. Yeah. Come and talk to me. And we can, we, we you know, we'll work through issues because sometimes I've like said about bullying mm. earlier, about knowing that they've got safe space to go. Yeah. And in, in that sense of just knowing that you've got their back. Mm. And that's what's really... vitally important okay beautiful people so we'll see you all in five because we literally have only 18 minutes to go so we'll see y'all very soon Happy, then you're free to go on. Cause I don't.
you know when it sounds that good we're gonna take it right back so this is for you george flavors it's so true isn't it fantasia barino free yourself Enough life to join McKay. Nikki, how you doing, Nikki? Gal, gal. DJ KJB. Mark Philogene. Don't forget, you can catch uh, Darnell the therapist and Charlie Muir tomorrow. Wednesday, the 10th of November. Said a big hi to Pele Hoxton. Guest one, two, four. Guest number 30 from Chukwar. Say a big high five to Hortense, Natalie, Chanel Taylor, John John, and send enough love to the younger family. Worldwide. Sounds a Fantasia Barina though. Yourself featuring Missy, El- Missy Elliott. Oh, it's been a very, very long day here on the 9th of November. It was a beautiful day today, though. And um, yeah, naturally, Lily, what does a book of quotes have to say for us tonight? Um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to find uh, one. <laughs> just choose one. Look, just do that and just point. Point on it. It's quite a big, big book of quotes that we've got here. So we've spoken on tonight. Let's have a look at what we've spoken on tonight. Okay, naturally, Lily. We've asked about our youngsters 
mental health, but we've also highlighted Microtia. That's a awareness day. It's Microtia. Hashtag Microtia awareness day. One in nine thousand young people are born with it. It's a an ear, a congenital ear uh, misfunction, or they're they're born with this facial challenge, and that is. Yeah, that's that is something that we're trying to raise awareness about, as well as Dorothy Dandridge. And not forgetting, beautiful people, that there are opportunities on Read, ten pounds for different courses, CPD. Checking that out, and a word of the day was truncate, shorten, or to cut off. Have you found one naturally, Lily? Yes. Right. What's that? Okay, there was two, but I'm going to do the first one. Okay, true thoughts are. Oh, this was by Chinua Echebe, who was a Nigerian novelist, and they wrote: true thoughts are those. Truth, God, see what it says now. True thoughts are those alone which do not understand themselves. True thoughts are those alone that do not understand this themselves. So is that us when we say to ourselves, I'm unworthy or I'm not good enough? We think it to be true, but it's not true. Does that, you don't, yeah. We're not understanding who we actually are and knowing that we are the energy that penetrates the universe, that vibrates at vast magnitudes that we can become anything that we want to be. Yeah. Yeah, we are the energy, we are the life force. And that what we put out there, we can speak it and we can be it. Mm. And the thought only understands itself once it's spoken out loud. Yeah. So until you have manifested your truth, yeah. Um you're not going to understand your abilities until you actually put that into pla- into practice. So these young ones that don't understand their worth through just sitting and scrolling until they're educated and out loud they know and start to learn who they are Mm. these young ones that are dealing with mental health and you know other problems um until someone actually explains or helps them to understand their feelings then they will come in to know their their truth but they won't understand until it's said out loud. It's quite funny. There was a young girl that I saw, Beth, someone, and she was really mistreated when she was younger. Mm. And then she started mistreating her brother and then mm. she was going like she was going to kill the family. And they she was adopted. So the, the initial parents, that her birth parents, they really treated her terrible, terribly. And then this new family got her and then they, they were scared because she was like exhibiting psychopathic is it psychopathic mm. tendencies that she'd hurt her brother, she'd strangle him, she'd do all sorts of this her brother. And then they obviously brought psychologists in and he helped the, her to work through her issues. Mm. I mean, this is in a really what do you call it? Extreme, extreme case. case. Yeah. But she turned out to be a well-rounded-out member of society mm. because she was able to work through her issues. And sometimes, I mean, 
I'm not going to lie, we had a, a psychologist when we were younger, Dr. Denye, her name was, but I don't think she really helped us very, yeah. very much. I don't think she ever dug deep down, you know, to the surface. Mm. Maybe we went there and I, I never really understood, understood why we was yeah. going there. And sometimes when we're young, we don't get certain things. But if we get, you know, therapy, therapy, I, I think that we all need it to some yeah, point to work through our issues, to be honest. There is a lot of, if I do say one thing about Gen Zs, they're all for working through childhood trauma. Because mm. they all feel like they've been through some form of childhood trauma. And I think it's true. Until you understand the reasons why you may react or respond to certain things in certain ways mm. through therapy, through counselling, through seeing a psychologist, until you understand those things, then you can move forward. Yeah. Because a lot of the time when we talk about, you know, parents, the, the issue starting from the home, sometimes the issue is with the parents because they are just replicating what their parents did yeah. and they don't know any different. Oh well, my parents beat me, so it I'll worked. Do the same. I'm gonna yeah. beat you too. You but know, it did work. Did it work? Being beaten by your parents. But that's what that's what they think in their minds. Yeah, yeah. because that's what you hear. Caribbean families say. You see, Africans say, "Oh, if you spare the rod, then your child is blah blah." blah. If you 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 know give him two lick and it will be fine. Mm. And that's because that's how they were raised. So they assume, well, I'm an upbiding citizen. <laughs> So that's what worked for me when actually, no, that was technically a form of abuse, yeah. the beating. Um, that's not how you... And it just means you hate your parents. Like when you got licks, you hate your parents. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just had a vision in my head there of you <laughs> coming back in your room. Yeah, holding in the scream of the cry. Respusha. Respusha. No, 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 no. That's it. But you did get to a point where you just, you did you get shut some down. round. You did get some rounding out though, but it was you the wrong. So. It was the wrong type of rounding out because you was fearful. You feared your parents, then you feared authority, then you rebelled against authority, mm. and then you just became a renegade. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we don't want. We want we want our youngsters oh. to to know that we are accommodating. To know that we are open and to know that we are approachable. Mm. And how do we get to that point? So, Not do you by know beating them. I have got a couple of people coming on this show. Uh, think Hopefully next week we've got Courtney from Father to Father coming on. And he will discuss these things. He's got something coming up on the 20th, 20th of November down here at Ferry Lane. Mm. And that's for fathers. Because wow. it starts with that as well. It's so funny because a friend of mine at work, she was showing me a job that she was going for. Mm. And it was, um, it's actually for the perpetrators of men that commit violence against women. Okay. So sometimes we've got to look at why, the reasons why a man will beat a woman. Because mm. sometimes they're like, oh, the woman and the victim and whatever. But why would a man beat a woman? And going digging deep within mm. that as well. So these are some of the things that we will be discussing on the show yeah. um, very shortly. But beautiful people, we have come to the end of the evening. Again. End of the evening, yes, on the, this 9th, 9th of November 2021. And thanks, Natalie Lily. Always in there, ready and willing. And also thank you listeners for tuning in and being a part of this journey with us. 
you know, if there's anything you'd like us to discuss with you, please let us know. DM us, slide into our DMs and let us know what you'd like to discuss as you do. And thank you so much for all of your comments on WhatsApp. And we will continue, continually try to update and keep you posted as to the new things that we see coming up every week that you post there on WhatsApp for us as well. So uh, great stuff. All the DJs on the show. Sadly, I don't think Levi um, Laro says that he can't make it tonight. Um, however, check out the schedule for all the DJs playing live every single night that we have a DJ or a presenter live every single night on the show. That's allflavorsradio.com. And I guess all that we have left to say is we will see, see y'all on the, the other side. side. Take care. The sweetest honey to the brightest flower, the largest planet to the smallest atom. Snowflakes in the bird kingdom, smaller than the eye can see, bigger than the mind can conceive. Of the great blue wine, it brought a tear to my eye. It's how I know that God.